Well, 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 you've done it now. You've gone and listened to the Uncle Jimbo Sideshow. <laughs> tuning in. This is episode 8 of the Uncle Jimbo Sideshow. Uh, Today we have Kanuta. Um, He actually does have a last name, but he wanted me to just refer to him as Kanuta, so that's what we shall shall call him. Uh, Anyway, Kanuta is, uh, by his own words, a miracle coach and star maker. He uses a combination of ancient and modern techniques to make you able to create your own business miracles. Um, been hanging out with Kanuta quite a bit online. He's one of my uh, favorite Facebook people. Um, real interesting stuff, uh, very unique perspective, um, and a, a perspective, uh, frankly, forged a lot by where he lives in this world. Um, so, always fun to meet new people and see where they live and, and learn a little bit about the differences that exist in this universe. Um, kind of cool, kind of cool stuff. But. Uh, as a way of roll in here, I have a um, I have a little video from, or a video, uh, a little bit of audio uh, from Dr. Joe Dispenza. Um, really neat stuff. Uh, really thought provoking um, about rewiring your brain and how five uh, percent of your brain is fighting against ninety five percent of your brain. So um, give that a listen. Uh, this is of course yanked off of YouTube. So. I'm claiming fair use. Um, at some point, I'm probably going to wind up getting sued over these clips or over some of the music. But you know what? I'll uh, I'll take my chances and, and get to that when I get to that. But anyway, here's uh, here's Dr. Joe Dispenza uh, talking about your brain a little bit, and we will see you on the other side with Canuta. How many people in this audience actually believe in the idea? that the way you think has some effect on your life. So how many people here actually woke up this morning and consciously created a future? You know, the biggest reason why people don't do it is because you don't really believe it's true. You see, if you knew on a gut level that it was absolutely true, would you ever miss a day? Come on. And would you ever let any thought slip by your awareness that you didn't want to experience? So if you believe this then, then does your environment control your thinking or does your thinking control your environment? So if you wake up in the morning and you get out of bed on the same exact side as you did the day before, you shut the alarm clock off with the same finger, You slip into your favorite slippers, you shuffle into the bathroom and you use the toilet like you always do, then you get into the shower and you wash yourself in the same routine way, then you groom yourself to look like everybody expects you to look, 
Then you go downstairs and you drink coffee out of your favorite mug. Then you drive to work the same way as you did the day before. You see the same people that push the same emotional buttons. You do the exact thing that you know how to do and you memorize and can do so well that you're an expert at. Then you hurry up and rush home so you can hurry up and check your emails, so you could hurry up and go to bed, so you can hurry up and do it all over again. Now, here's my question. Did your brain change at all that day? We could say that you were thinking the same thoughts, performing the same actions, that create the same experiences, that produce the same emotions, but secretly expecting something to change in your life. As you see the same people and go to the same places and do the same things at the same time, it's the external environment that's turning on different circuits in your brain, causing you to think equal to everything that you know. And as long as you think equal to everything that's familiar or known to you, what do you keep creating more of? Same, same life. Now, the quantum law is still applying to you. You're just thinking equal to everything that you know, and you keep creating more of the same. To change, to truly change, is to think greater than your environment. And every great person in history knew this, whether it was William Wallace or Mahatma Gandhi or Martin Luther King or Queen Elizabeth I or Joan of Arc. They all had a vision. They all had an idea. Couldn't see it, couldn't smell it, couldn't taste it, couldn't feel it. But it was alive in their mind. It was so alive in their mind that they began to live as if that reality was actually happening now. So can you believe in a future that you can't see or experience with your senses yet, but you've thought about enough times in your mind that your brain is literally changed to look like the event has already happened? Neuroscience says it's absolutely possible. 95% of who you are by the time you're 35 years old, is a set of memorized behaviors, set of emotional reactions, beliefs, perceptions, attitudes that run just like a computer program. So 5% of your conscious mind begins to work against 95% of what you've memorized. So the person wants to think positively, but they're feeling negatively. They want to create their dream board, you know, and put up their future life, but they feel unworthy. That's mind and body in opposition. We have to recondition the body to a new mind. To change your mind then is to make the brain work in new sequences and new patterns and new combinations to begin to make the brain work differently. And the one ingredient that allows us to do that is knowledge or information. Because every time you learn something new, you make a new connection in your brain. That's what learning is. Learning is forging new connections. Remembering is maintaining or sustaining those connections. Write down the choices you have to stop making. Mm -hmm. Look at the things you have to stop doing. Do you complain? Do you make excuses? Do you blame other people? What do you do? List those things and be really honest with yourself. What experiences do you have to stay away from from certain people at certain times? Mm -hmm. of stay away from them mm -hmm. so that you are not in the environment that mm -hmm. triggers it. Alright folks, again that was Dr. Joe Dispenza um, from a 
uh, YouTube video. So fair rights, fair rights, fair rights use, fair rights use, fair rights use. Um, I know that in order for it to really be fair right, I need to go in and, and speak a little bit more of it and just do kind of a reaction video or a reaction audio in this case, I guess. Um, but yeah, Dr. Joe Dispenza, uh, you know, do you really believe, do we really believe, do I really believe um, that my future is bright, that, uh, that my business is going to be a success, that uh, the efforts that I'm putting into marketing and advertising and uh, glad handing and tribe building and all that stuff, do I really believe that it's going to make a big difference? Uh, yeah, some days I do, some days I do. Some days I don't. Um, there are times I don't see it. There are times I don't believe it. And, uh, and I know for a fact that that's kind of uh, what's holding me back. So is that holding you back? Is really believing uh, that things are going to change, that things will get better, that you will be a success, that you will have all that you deserve and desire? Uh, do you believe that? Do you really deep down believe that? Or are you just kind of stuck in the same pattern, uh, doing the same thing every day, doing... Uh, uh, and expecting different results. Uh, God knows I do sometimes. Um, so anyway, I hope that's enough of a, of a reaction there to avoid the censorship and copyright claims that are probably coming my way. Um, if I do get a cease and desist letter, guys, I'll let you know and we'll, uh, we'll chat it up here online and uh, probably make a little bit of fun of it. But anyway, Joe Dispenza, believe what you believe and uh, believe in good stuff. Um, and change what you do. Jesus, let's just all change what we do. Um, can't expect different results with the same uh, same actions. Anyway, uh, enough of my rambling. Uh, here we have Knuta. Um, Knuta is my buddy. Um, he's uh, He's got a great heart and a great mind. Um, and he's out to legitimately change the world. Um, he's got some big plans and some big shenanigans going on. Um, and God knows I love a good shenanigan. But anyway, here he is. Here is Kanuta with a little bit about all the things you didn't know about social media uh, from overseas. Uh, and a little bit more uh, cosmic, mind-changing kind of stuff. Uh, and here we go with Kanuta. All right, hello everybody and welcome. Um, this is the interview part of, of episode whatever this winds up being. And today uh, we've got Kanuta here with us. Um, I think he refers to himself as Star Child. Um, and from what I've seen and, and the interactions I've had with Kanuta, he is he's an amazing dude. Um, really big heart, uh, a big heart for servitude. Um, or service, I should say, servitude sounds bad, but he has a heart for service. Um, and he has a heart to make the world a better place, and, and I really appreciate that about him. And um, I love his content. I love his vibe. I love uh, I love what he's about. So, Knuta, uh, tell the people about yourself. Hey, guys. My name is Knuta. I'm 26 years old. I'm from Norway. I've been having a rough background. Then I went into sales because I needed some money. Started with customer service, um, went from the baddest salesman in the world to the best in the company, crushed the company's 50 years old records, and uh, yeah, decided to quit 
uh, started to teach sales and now I'm about to drop a huge project that I hope I can get to later in this interview. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited about that. I keep, I keep hearing whisperings of the, the giant canoe to project and uh, I always love giant, interesting projects. Um, and, and again, knowing, you know, where your heart is and where you come from, I'm excited to see, excited to see what it can be. So, so what's, uh, what's Norway like for the people that have never been to Norway? Um, it's like America will be in 10 years, but like you guys are like, oh, inequality. But we are like, oh, we have equality, but the standard of equality is so good that we're starting to making prob problems just to have problems, you know? Yeah. So, like, if I can't even open a door for a lady without being accused of not respecting the female gender's independence. Yeah, so, I, I can see. Yeah, I can see the United States getting to that. Definitely. Yeah. Um. So it's like. Um, it's quite different, um, quite different environment compared to the U.S. What I've seen, I've not been in the U.S., but um, we're independent and we have the freedom of speech and all that. Uh, but we have been so used to it that we see the flaws in the system. Mm. So people are like, "Oh, but you can't complain if you." don't want to leave her go away and i'm like i've been living here for 26 years i can see the flaws shouldn't we fix the flaws and it's like yeah it's a good place to live but like i'm mostly on the internet so who cares who where you are in the world really it is true um i think that's one of the, the neater things about what we do and how we do it is is being able to connect people that are you know, so far away and, uh, you know, and, and so very different in a lot of ways, but start to really see how, how very similar everybody really is. Um, you know, yeah. I, I know you and I have had a lot of interaction and it's been great because, you know, it, you've got a lot of the same, the same stuff. And I, I, I mean, honestly, never would have run into you if I had walked the earth for, you know, a thousand years. Um, it's, it's cool. It's a, it's a cool, it's an, it, it's a nice tool to bring people together. Um, yeah. And, I, and I know that I know that's what you you appreciate too. I know you um, you're big about community and togetherness and uh, and all that. And that's that's fabulous. Yeah, and like Norway is just five million people, and you guys are like three hundred and fifty or something. Mm -hmm. So you can literally go out on the street, talk to someone, and never see them again for the rest of your life. Right. But we have a tendency to get into the same assholes the other day. Yeah, I, I think we get that too. Um, you know, everything as large of a country as it is, there are, there are lots of places here where it's, you know, it's very, very small. And the, and the town I came from, we're now, we're outside of that town, but the town I came from is kind of the same way. You know, eventually, you know, everybody. And uh, yeah, you know, yeah like it gets to be the city I'm uh, living in right now, it's 35,000 people. But it's like the 10th biggest city in Norway or something. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, uh, it's lots, not lots, but it's people in very 
small places. There aren't necessarily any big collection points. So environmental landscape and such is really hard for infrastructure. So we have some places have good internet, some places have bad internet. So I prefer the cities. Yeah, yeah, internet is kind of important. It's kind of important. Are there a lot of social media marketers and, and people doing kind of the same stuff that we're doing in Norway? Or is or is or are you a kind of... Yeah, it is. Um, but it's a quite different conversation. It's like... Can you hear me well? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah sound great. Yeah, cool. Okay. Um, yeah, it's a quite different conversation because people aren't talking about making five figures, six figures, seven figures. Because... Really, people aren't really focused on money. It's mm. quite weird. Um, people are more uh, about reach and getting engagement. People don't really focus on money. Maybe that's because we're rich, but like people want to get, it's very, very focused on branding, of course, but it's more uh, connected um, society. I think that in 10 years, we won't talk about online and offline anymore. It will just be on. And it, it seems like that's the direction people are going. Um, like, I don't know if you know, but Norway is the biggest nation on Snapchat. Oh, no, no it's idea. It's bigger than Instagram here. Hmm. So if you're not on Snapchat in Norway, you're doing, doing something wrong. So are you on Snapchat? Yeah, totally. Yeah, I, that's one place that I have yet to touch. Um, and and I, I don't know. Maybe it's, again, maybe it's just for the kids. You know, you, you kids can have it all. Not really. Um, because like with Instagram, I think I read that the most popular uh, audience on Instagram is women 50 plus. Oh, wow. Cool. Yeah, so you need to get on Instagram and Snapchat. Yeah, I'm, I'm on Instagram. I don't take it all that seriously. Um, you know, it, but you know how I am. I, I take very little seriously, but I, I haven't really put a lot of energy into Instagram yet. Been mo mostly focusing on Facebook and LinkedIn and, and all that good stuff. So. Cool. Well, um, Knuta, if you're ready, let's hop into those five questions. And, um, yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, the first one, and, and we discussed this a little bit before before we started the video, um, you know, uh, and you're a little hesitant to answer it, but but what is punk to you? What is it? And it doesn't have to be the music. It can be the it can be the ethos. It can be um, the the fashion. It can be anything. Um, I grew up in the nineties, so as I saw on Google, I didn't really experience punk. So um, to me, punk, what I've read about it is that it was rebellious, social, like trying to be different than your parents, trying to do something different. And I totally believe in that uniqueness and that you create your own identity. And I think that was people's need to create an identity to show that, oh, we're not like your parents, we're thinking another way and we want society to go that way as well well that's good because i mean that that you've essentially answered question too which is do you incorporate any any punk 
into your business? Um, um, not exactly punk. Um, what I really but like... but do you do you do you instill any of those other values that you were that you were talking about the, the being different, being yourself, being oh yeah totally being original. I've been a rebel all my life, and uh, it's not about going against the system. It's just that I don't like authority, and I don't like people enforcing other people. So yeah. You say you don't like authority. Does are there lots of of legislation in Norway that um, you you mentioned? You know, not being able to hold open a door. Um, is there a lot of legislation that kind of enforces that that sort of thing? The um, um, you can't say this or you can't do that sort of oh, thing. No, not really. But it's it's a common law that is um, what is called unwritten that mm -hmm. uh, you can't really be proud of who you are because that's egocentrical and it's totally against american values so what norway is really about is to the community and society and the nationality Nas nationalism is really big here you probably heard about norway winning ski contests and such mm. Yeah, and people are like, if they win, we win. And I'm like, no, you're just a bunch of losers. <laughs> it's, you know, I think sports is tribalism. I think people get a lot of, a lot of comfort from sports because it's a, it's, a, it's a tribal kind of action. Yeah, and it's also the fear of being different because people are always looking, oh, he's doing that. I should do that also. What if I do that? Has he done that yet? And then you're just waiting. You're kind of observing the space before you're going in. And I think that's what's happening with social media as well. People are like, oh, that platform is a way about to blow up. Oh, let's look to the Americans. Are they on it yet? Yeah. So Norway are really, we don't like to be first in anything. We're just like Apple. We take crappy products and make them better. Right. Okay, let's. Uh, that's that was good. I like that. Um, the third one, and this is this is probably the most loaded question, but I'm hoping for a very concise, um, short answer from you. What is the meaning of life? Um, the meaning of life is to create a way um, to eternal happiness. Very cool. All right, uh, number four. Uh, what would you like to see more of on social media? I want to see more of people actually trying to solve problems because right now people are asking all these pointless questions <laughs> like what is your favorite book why do you want to know that why don't you ask like what is what do you want to ex what do you want to experience in your business in five years that's more interesting because if I can help you or get you into my affiliate link, that's more interesting for me. Gotcha. No, I, I like that. I like that. I think that there is a lot of, there's a lot of pointless stuff going on on social media, you know, and, and I certainly am one to, to uh, throw out the pointless question or the ridiculous meme or, or, or something like that. But I do think that um, 
just because of the power of social media. If, if people, if just a small percentage of people started using it more to solve problems, um, you know, it, it would advance our civilization immensely. Um, instead of complaining about, you know, the latest dick pick from the president and stuff like that, um, you know, solve a problem, solve a problem, yeah. do something good, serve somebody. True. But also I think that it's people expecting the government to be sort of a father figure. So it's like, Oh, daddy did something wrong. Let's tell mom. Right. So people don't, people want to, um, something that I'm really enforcing in my business, um, because it suddenly just appeared to me and that's like, people don't want to make choices. Just think about Netflix and Spotify. People's marriages are literally going into divorce because they can't choose a movie. So they want the services to customize the services so they know you, but not too well because that would be creepy like. Right. So they want you to know you so you can make decisions for them because they don't want to have the bad they want to have someone to blame. Right. Do you do you think that we we surround ourselves with stuff like that, like Netflix and Spotify and you know all these these gratification services that give us so many choices? Do you think that we we hop on that sort of thing and, and even social media is this way? Do we do we get into those products because it actually stops us from having to make a choice? Yeah, because we we have we have a, an infinite supply of choices, so we don't really have to pick one direction and go. We can just, you know, it, 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 like you used to have to buy a record, right? You would have to buy a vinyl record. It was a commitment, and if it sucked, you were out money, um, or you'd take it to the pawn shop or whatever. But you had to make a commitment. Now there's no commitment. You can listen to anything, and that's great. I love the the convenience of it. But it also stops us from being decisive. And I think, you know, Netflix is that way. I think that social media can be that way um, because there's, yeah, there's so many options. There's just so many options that, you know, we don't really have to make a decision on anything. Yeah, I think that schools should start to teach decision making mm. as a subject because in the future, parents won't grow up with that trait. So the schools need to take that. Same with mental resilience. It's the reason we are having increased suicide rates all over the world. It's because parents are not in any shape or form educated enough to teach their kids about mental health. And schools are doing nothing as well. They are focusing on mental health condition, but not mental health strengthening. And... Um, people want a convenience as you said and it's all about the subscription model because you don't have to think the companies don't have you to think everything is just a routine and that makes everything better if you don't want to progress it's true i mean the the decision making thing is it's so key and and is so overlooked and and to the mental health issue or the mental health side of it you know, I think that we're not given the tools that it takes sometimes to realize or, or to 
to spot mental issues or mental health issues. Um, and, and, you know, I'm, I'm a parent of five and it's sometimes it's difficult because you want to be on top of your children and, and understand how their brain works. And you want to be able to spot where there might be a problem. Um, and, and, you know, we have one son with epilepsy. We have another one with oppositional defiance disorder. Um, and it, we were given no tools. We, we took lots of parenting classes. We took all sorts of, you know, read all sorts of books, but there were no real resources at the time that we could find that just would give us the ability to spot a mental illness if it popped up. Um, and I think that, I think that is, that is, you know, at least in American culture is, is wide and far. Um, yeah. And it's not your fault. So you need to forgive yourself for that. Oh, I know. It, I mean, it's, I know why it's that way, you know, and, um, you know, lest we start getting into conspiracy theories and stuff. Um, you know, I know why we're not taught mental health. Um, and it's, it's sad. It's sad. Yeah. So that was, that was a long one there. Um, number five, what's the best thing you eat regularly? Best thing I eat. Um, As Norwegian, I should probably say pizza, but um, because pizza is literally our national dish, almost. Norwegians eat 50 million pizzas a year. Wow. So that's so, that's 10, that you said 5 million in the country, right? Yeah. Yeah. So that's what, 10 pizzas per person per year? That's, that's yeah. pretty, that's impressive. That's impressive. Yeah, but uh, I really like Norwegian salmon. But it's really expensive. It's like ten dollar for four pieces. Yeah, it's it. Salmon here is expensive too. Food in general is just expensive. It's ridiculous. Yeah. So, all right, that's it. That's all the five questions. Um, are you ready to tell people exactly what you do and give them a little bit of value and then give them some links and and ways to to find Canuta? Yeah, sure. Um, so I can start with uh, telling about my big plans because yes. I'm doing something that haven't been done as far as I know, because I originally thought that the next decade, it's going to be robots. It's going to be chatbots, but it isn't. That will be 20, 30, 20, 40, something. And I was like, okay, it's a waste of time for me to create a robot empire right now. So what should I do? So I went into spirituality very recently and I didn't believe it. I've been logical all my time. Then someone healed my chakras and I was like, oh, holy shit, this is real. And then I realized that the next decade, it's actually a self-development because we need to figure out how our brain works before we can teach a robot to have a brain. Because we know so little about our brain. People barely know how to use focus or willpower. And that's something I'm already doing in my coaching. It's about learning to use your abilities to create sales. But what I'm doing in this new project, I haven't a name on it quite yet, but it's coming very soon. Uh, it's probably out when this podcast session is out but it's about enlightenment 
it's about elimination not elim elimination illumination <laughs> so it's about putting a spotlight on all your secret abilities if you have a really good intuition use that to make sales use that to create happiness and i'm literally gonna help you hack your own brain to become the superhero you were meant to be awesome very cool very cool you want some values for the listeners as well yeah that'd be great that'd be yeah great. sure so i want to tell you about that it's all in your head no matter what people think about you just ignore it because they have not grown up like you they are not conditioned to even be able to speak of you because they're not in your head and all those voices from the past they are just voices and you need to cut them off because they are distorting your reality because your mindset is determining how you are perceiving reality like if you go out of bed one day and you go out with a wrong foot what's even a wrong foot you got two feet nothing is wrong it's your perception that makes it wrong and when you think about negative stuff more negative stuff happens so you need to start to think positive because then you have more fun and when you have more fun you make more money so go out make some people happy that's the easiest way to get fun into your life is to teach someone else to be happy that's awesome that's awesome very cool so where can people find you knuta um you can find me on my facebook page it's knuta it's k n u t a and you can also find me on www. mydevon.com that's m y d e w o n what does what does devon mean um it's basically started like this robot company disruptive one and then i just took d1 so it's the one company so awesome. i just made it a fancy spelling and that's going to be one of the giant companies the next decade i like it i like it i went on the mission to create the next google i'm not going to do that i'm going to create a better company good good Google needs uh Google needs somebody to hold their feet to the fire. They need they need the uh Superman to Lex Luthor. So anyway, that's su- stupid Superman reference. That's that's all I got as far as superheroes go. So Oh, but I'm going to give you a quote because one quote really changed my life this weekend. Yes. It was Spider-Man in the new movie. I know some people don't like it, but Iron Man is saying to him if you were nothing without the suit you shouldn't have it so if your business is everything you should start to work with you because if you're nothing without your business you shouldn't have your business that's perfect man that that's terrific i love that love it well all right kanuta thank you so much this has been absolutely fabulous same to you i love and, this podcast um, i'm so happy for it It, this is cool this is very cool and i'll uh, like i said i'll let you know when this one's rolling out and 
uh, hopefully we can do a little bit of work together and help promo the, the big new project. I'm excited about that. Very cool. Oh, yeah. Yes, yes. Awesome. Well, thank you again, Knuta, and we will see you guys around. Bye. And there you have it. That was Knuta. Um, hope you enjoyed that. Hope you got something out of it. Um, and if nothing else, hope you uh, got to in be introduced to a guy that I, ha I hold in uh, very high regard. Uh, really neat fella. Really neat mission. Really neat message. Um, and, and always a load of fun to talk to. But um, anyway, to go check out Knuta, um, it's mydevon.com. That's uh, M-Y-D-E-W-O-N.com. Uh, or facebook.com slash groups start tomorrow or star tomorrow not start tomorrow start today god damn it start um start right now uh, start making your future um and start rewiring your brain start um start dwelling on the positive start looking for the positive start looking for the change start being the change um as dumb as that sounds and as trite as that probably really is um that's the truth you've got to um You've got to rewire your brain. You've got to um, really change how you think. You've got to really change your expectations. You've really got to change um, the wires in your brain. Um, and it's hard work. It's hard work. Uh, like the video or the, the audio before Canute said, you know, you're, you've got 95% of your brain fighting against 5% of your brain. Um, and you've got to get out of that. You've got to get out of the... 95% of doing everything the same way and just start getting into uh, doing things differently uh, and expecting different and, and, and legitimately believing different. And um, man, sometimes that's hard. I know it's hard for me. Um, you know, I'm 47 years old, uh, going on 48, uh, going on 16. But, um, you know, I've got a long, long history of doing things in one way. And that the, the times when I break out of doing things in that one way and actually learn, that's the times when I'm happiest. So um, so get out there, change it, change what you do, change your expectations, and ultimately change your beliefs because that's what's going to make uh, real, lasting, and impactful change. Um, and if we all do that, it's going to be a much, much better world. Anyway, thank you again for tuning in. I really appreciate it. Again, be sure to visit uh, mydevon.com, that's M-Y-D-E-W-O-N.com, and learn a little bit about, more about Kanuta and what he's doing to change the world and change mindsets. Um, and while you're at it, be sure to uh, head over to James P.M. Gaffney and buy my shit. Um, it's really important, it's a lot of fun, uh, it's graphically the best, and um, you know while you're... While you're buying my shit, be sure to save this episode, share it, uh, five-star it, go over and subscribe and share on YouTube and put over on Facebook, uh, tag your friends, don't forget to thumbs up, don't forget to five-star, don't forget to uh, tweet it out, don't forget to throw it over on Instagram, uh, pin it uh, on Pinterest because everybody loves Pinterest, share it on LinkedIn because it's so damn businessy that you can't stand it. Um, and, and certainly don't forget to uh, Snapchat about it. Snapchat's really hot, especially with some of the